0: Amen. Praise God. We thank you soon, please. Praise God. How are you? Fine. Fine? How I you? fine. Are you okay? Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. Praise God. It's It will be a very wonderful day today. Already thank God for this week. It's, kind of vic- it's a victorious week for me this week and for my family. Thank uh, Today I'm going to share to you. It's okay. Uh-huh. It's okay. So my introduction is about the sun. So yeah, uh, who among you here have not seen the sun? Oh, yeah. Okay, we yeah. have. Everybody, no? Have you seen the sun? Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. While billions of stars scattered in the universe, the one at the center of our solar system plays an important move uh, for us here on Earth. There's the Sun. Our Sun is located in the Orion's Core. Now remember that we have at least after the, after the sermon. The Orion's Core is in the Milky Galaxy. The Sun is a very fiery nature, Gra- gravitational force, and extensive magnetic field. It's the, it is the heart of our solar system. There are six layers of our sun. First, the corona, not the virus. (laughs) Of course, it's the part of the sun. The chromosphere, toposphere, uh, connective zone, and radiative zone, and the core. Then, the atom count of the sun is 91% hydrogen. Okay? 8.9 helium and 0.1% heavier elements such as carbon and nitrogen. Due to the such extreme temperature this element stays in gas phase, like plasma. At At the core the temperature reaches to 27 million Fahrenheit. I know you cannot relate to that. Before you can relate to that you will disappear. Yeah, you, yeah, you know, be consumed. you know, combining this is combining hydrogen and a powerful gravity creates helium. This is called the thermo-thermonuclear. Remember that word, thermonuclear fusion. That releases energy from the radiation in the form, of, in the form of radiation. Electricity, solar wind, and what else? Life on Earth. Okay. Sun is vitality contained thanks to the sun's gravity. Okay. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> Sun's vitality, vitality contained thanks to the sun's gravity. It is strong enough to hold the solar system in intact. The sun is the massive object of the solar system. You know, it is estimated of 100 Earths wide. That's how big is the sun. And theoretically feed all the planets inside. Nearly 600 times. Can you imagine already? The sun mass contains 99.8 percent. That leaves the mass of all planets is in 0.2 percent. Because of its size, sun has a good gravitational force. Or pull. It holds eight planets, dozen of dwarf planets. And at least 170 moons, and countless comets and asteroids. Without the sun, these celestial bodies, like the planets, will drift off to the deepest space. And another property of the sun, its magnetic field, is very important because. This magnetic field encapsulates the entire solar system, which is called the Helios Pair. Okay, you have a lot of words so this afternoon to remember. Uh, this is a force field that protects the entire solar system, not just the sun, the entire solar system from the harmful cosmic radiation. The theory oh, it is about six point five billion years. The sun will run out of hydrogen fuel. This is only a theory. And currently, you know what is the age of the sun? 4 billion. 4 billion point 51 or 71 billion years old. 4.5 71 billion years old. So provide the the like So that is only a theory. Okay? Who among you here lives for a billion of years? In the meantime, the sun will think the its critical rule in the solar system that bears its name. The sun protecting by but protective magnetic field, tremendous gravitational force, pull, and the ability to create vast amount of energy will protect and contain and give life to the solar system. Now, question after all this explanation about the sun, what are the three characteristics of the sun? I will give two minutes those one answer. <laughs> Everything. First, it is a fiery nature. Number two, tremendous gravitational force or pull, and extensive magnetic field. It is the most important character of the sun. What if I am the sun and you are the planets? Then, I don't feel good today. Then I would say, okay, planets, I will let you go. I will let you go. I don't care where you would go. In the deepest space, are you okay with that? No. Of course, no. Then, thankfully, I'm not the sun. God is under control of the sun. And all the planets that are moving around the sun in its path. And all these three characters of the sun was carefully maintained by God. Yes! Amen! So, we are alive today. Are you alive today? Yes! Yes. We are alive today because the characteristic of the sun did not change. A change of the characteristic of the sun can do a great damage on the solar system. Imagine if the sun will not emit light, then the plants will not grow and there will be imbalance in our ecosystem. Praise God that there, there is a consistency of the characteristic of the sun. God gave the sun its characteristic. God also gave us characteristic. We need as a Christian we need to be consistent of it. Everyone is not the same. Look at your neighbor. The one beside you. On your right, on your left. Yeah, not the same. We are not the same. Uh, everyone, because everyone is special. Oh. Everyone is unique as a person. We have different abilities, different brain waves, different strength and different weaknesses. I used to look at myself and carefully check on what I received from God. Have you done that? As I stood in the mirror, I cannot see something special in me. but there is really nothing compared to what other people receive from God. Some suggest to look deep inside you, look at your inner man. But looking inside my inner man is very not encouraging. (laughs) I have no special talent. I'm not a musician, I try, but I like music, but the music doesn't like me. And I am not that intelligent. If I have to, I will become a doctor, or a scientist, or a physicist. And I cannot speak well. To compensate all this, I need to be a good person. Maybe this is the reason why those people who are not good looking are extremely nice. Uh, this will balance, at least, there is a force pulling up your you know, uh, ego. <laughs> okay. If not, if not most of us, I think many of us feel insecure for who we really are. The reality is very rude, right? This manifests our attitude by driven by feelings. Suddenly many Christians do not have the idea of who they are in Christ. Their minds and their thinking are not transformed yet. From worldly thinking to godly thinking. The result is very devastating and very discouraging. Looking at ourselves is no fun at all. Maybe some. And some of you, some of us are trying hard to elevate ourselves from other people. Then, but just wait when nobody will like and give comments on your Facebook post. You will become a different person. Your emotion will go down to the abyss. You will think, fear low love yourself. You will not even go out of your room because nobody likes or comments on your post on your Facebook. Because in the natural, my friend, we are always seeking approval of good comments from other people. Then also in the natural, do you know that people's words Will change every minute, every hour, every day, every week. If today they say, "No, you are good looking," you may be sure tomorrow they will say the same word. Okay? There is no hope if you listen to all the people that says about you. Then, you're not, okay. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. You're not okay. It's okay. It's okay? It's okay. It's okay, it's okay. Today we are going to talk about our identity in Christ. In Second Corinthians chapter 12 verse 9. It says, But when you said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Today we are going to unpack God's word in Second Corinthians chapter twelve, seven to ten. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for this wonderful day. Lord, I pray you will bless your word, Father God Lord. Let your word be alive today. Let there be a remak, Lord, of your word, God. That God, that your people catch your word and feel us that your word today. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you open your Bible in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 17, 10, if you don't have Bible, you just look at the our screen. Starting in verse 7. So to keep me from, it is, is uh, 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 Apostle Paul is talking. So to keep me from becoming conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelation, a form was given to me in the flesh. A messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited or proud. Three times I pleaded the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But he said to me, This is the Lord's response My grace is sufficient for you, and my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. In verse 10, for the sake of Christ then, I am with I am content with weakness, assaults, hardship, persecution, and calamities for when I am weak, then I am strong. So what happened? What is happened here in this verse? So to have a better grasp in this verse, we need to know some overviews of the 2nd Corinthians. So, Paul started a church in Corinth. Sometimes I go in his missionary journey. We can read that in Acts chapter 18. And after moving on, Paul received a report that the church is not doing well. There is a division. There is a dispute. So he wrote the letter, the 1st chance to correct the problem. And it appears that many of the church people rejected the teaching of Apostle Paul in that letter and revealed his authority. We learn in Second Corinthians chapter 2 verse 1 that he followed up with a painful visit. We got Paul write the second Corinthians, the second letter to the Corinthians with anguish and tears. Most but not all of the Corinthians the church realized their arrogance and apologized to Paul and wanted to reconcile to Paul. So Paul wrote this letter. To assure them of his love and commitment. So, what really happened? Why the Corinthians rejected Paul? These are the reasons the Corinthians disregard Paul as leader. Number one, because Paul was a poor guy, he's poor. He earned a major living through manual labor. And Paul. Was in constant persecution. He often homeless. He is not an impressive public speaker. This is the top five most of the reason why the Corinthians disregard both as leaders. You know why? Once the Corinthians exposed to a wealthy and impressive Christian leaders? They start thinking less on Paul and actually ashamed of him. Not thinking that without Paul, there would be no church. Paul response to this elevation of these wealthy leaders is a betrayal of Jesus. Listen to this, it shows totally a distorted value system. True Christian leaders, Paul says. It's not about the status or self-promotion. Paul depicts himself and other apostles like captive slaves to the King Jesus who is leading them to position of trial. And Paul's job and the apostles' job is this, not to impress, not to be impressive, but to the point, to point others to whom? To Jesus. The main source of the conflict are the super apostles. The group of impressive leaders. They came to court promoting themselves. Not just promoting themselves, they bad mouth as poor and, and successful leaders. The super apostles challenges the credential of Paul. You know what? The post the super apostles' credentials, these are their credentials. They are Jewish Bible experts, yes. They have knowledge about Jesus. Yes. But the problem is that they ask a lot of money from the church for the service. You know, what is called Apostle Paul's credentials? Everyone, Apostle is a Pharisee. He memorized the whole Bible. You know, there's a Pharisee in that culture. You don't have to work. You need to teach. Apostle Paul is a great privilege not to work because he is a Pharisee. But he spent time And also he spent time with the risen Jesus personally. And he had a vision of Jesus heavenly throne room. And given his entire life, giving his entire life to the mission of Jesus. And for all of this, what he did to the church, he never asked for money. He worked, he earned his daily food. But all of these credentials, Paul never brought with this, with this accomplishment. But Paul brought about his weaknesses. Jesus was told, "Paul, that my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in your weakness." In the conclusion of the book, Paul concludes a sober warning to the churches: they need to check themselves. They are very contemptible. Their way of life, their love, the super apostles, it just shows that they did not grab the fundamental level of being a disciple of Christ. <coughs> they are not living like transformed followers of Jesus. So he invited them to humble themselves before the love of Jesus. Let's go look in St. Corinthians chapter 2, verse 7 to 7 to 10. So it says in 7, so to keep me from being considered because of the, the surpassing greatness of the, of the revelation of God was given to me in the flesh. A messenger of Satan will harass me to keep me from being considered. In this verse, all did not reveal the nature of his ailment. You know it is very common by that if he seek to know the mystery of his condition. If he will reveal it may would exalt himself by inviting our pity. In the, context, the context of this verse is for all, not to exalt himself, and to keep him from becoming proud. In verse 8, he says, three times I pleaded the Lord about this, that it should leave me. But the answer, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you and my power is made perfect in your, in your weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more of my weakness so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weakness, so hardship, persecution, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. God's answer to Paul's prayer in verse 8 is very straight. My grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in The grace of the Lord that is referring here is our salvation. We have the same salvation as Paul received, as we receive. There is the same salvation, and the Lord is reminding Paul that His salvation in Christ was sufficient, satisfaction, and. And preparation to face anything in this life. In the meantime, the episode of suffering will bring glory to God because the power is perfect in witness, which means that Paul's opportunity to glorify God would be increased in his witnesses. The Lord brought Paul in his difficulty So that Paul would not think himself inherently powerful or capable, focusing Paul to rely on more on whom? On God. For what? For help. Paul's witness made it clear to Paul and everyone else that the great things Paul did were the product. God's power, not our power, not His own. In that way, God will receive more glory on Paul's work. But in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 it says, For His vibrations will be saved it's not from ourselves, it is the gift of God. Not by word soul. No one can or boast. What Christ did on the cross is the most beautiful thing you can imagine in history. Yes, You saved us from the eternal fire and bring us to His presence in heaven. It is also very important to know that God raised Jesus on the third day. Jesus is alive, my friend. But if we look deeper in what God did on the cross, we can see a character building of becoming Christ. I'll just mention two. Number one, you become a humble person. Christ who humble himself on the cross, we also have to humble ourselves to admit that we cannot save ourselves. We cannot do in this world without Christ. Thus, we need Christ for our salvation. We need Christ for our daily living. Humility is not a one-time action when you receive Christ, but it it is a constant practice as a Christian. We look at others better than ourselves. We learn to submit to God's authority, to God's leaders. We will humble ourselves in correction and many more. Number one, we will become humble. Number two, we will become a loving person. We will love Christ. Not just like Christ, but also other people. We love Christ by obeying His word, in the general word. Like, we will walk in the light as yes, He is in the light. We are sensitive to sin, repentance, and confession. We continue His ministry. What is His ministry on earth? To save and save the lost. And many more. Loving others. Meaning, not just Christians, but also those who are at church. So, the question is, how would you know that you love other people? How can you test yourself? That you can say, yes, I have this gift of the Lord I can. this loving of other people is love. When you see your friends or relatives in Facebook post their success stories or vacation to another place to a wonderful resort or having a new stuff or other things that you can be proud of and inside you are truly happy for this friend, for this person for what she or me achieved, then you are a loving person congratulations but if you are not okay inside oh there's a question you see your friend's post and your success then my friend you need to do something love is not flourishing inside out to you. This feeling of insecurity will bring you down. Your emotion, you become hopeless. You are a hopeless spirit. Cloud your mind, my friend. So, number one, what are we going to do? First, be secure. The opposite of insecure. So be secure. When we repent and humble ourselves to Christ. And receive Him as our Lord and Savior. No? What will happen first? God will give us an identity. Identity that we belong to Christ. Is that awesome or what? Awesome. And... We don't don't just belong to Christ, but we belong to His family. And no one can separate us from the love of Christ. We are His sons and daughters. But the problem of most Christians today is that we forgot who is Christ in our life. What He is capable of. How awesome is our God? And most of all, how much He loves you. Because we always focus on ourselves, on our strength, and always discourage of our weaknesses. And most of the time, we go crazy over our problems. God says, the oh, bold my grace is sufficient for you. My power is made perfect in your witness. So, my friend, be secure. You be insecure. Be secure. God loves you. And the grace of God is sufficient. And His power is Become poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich. You need to hold his word. In Ephesians two, chapter two, verse ten, it says, "For we are his workmanship, created by his for good works, which God prepared beforehand." That. We should walk with them. You are God's work on sheep. Number one, you sit here. Number two, know your worth. Number three, you are competent. Only God made us adequate on ourselves. We cannot do anything in this world, in our lives. In Siphon Corinthians chapter 12, verse 10, My grace is sufficient in me. My power is made perfect in you. With Therefore, I will most of the word blood in my witness, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. You know, the Holy Spirit is our counselor. He is living beside us. He is very willing to help us Whatever difficulties, whatever weakness we have, the Holy Spirit is always ready to do things according to God's Word. Every work of the Holy Spirit is directed toward an area of our lives where we need that we ourselves cannot fulfill, is the word from Charles Stanley. And also in Philippians chapter 4, it says, are you familiar with this verse? Mm -hmm. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. me. In our earlier discussion, we know that we God is given the purpose of the sun. You know the fiery nature, tremendous gravitational force, Extensive magnetic pool. And because all of these parameters are consistent and carefully taking care of God, we are okay here for earth. Are you okay? Yes. okay? So what will happen? When I am lost and feel rejected, it's okay. Because I know I am in Christ and I belong to Him. When I feel unworthy, when people pull me down or badmouth me, it's okay because I know my am worth the cross of Christ. It's okay. When you face trials, tribulations, sickness, hardship, it's okay or not okay. It's okay. Because God's grace is sufficient for you and His power is made perfect in weaknesses. Then, the verse we studied, I can do all things through Christ and give you strength. Guys, God gave us an identity. God made us worthy. God made us competent, adequate, capable in Christ's strength, Jesus Christ. therefore. It is okay. <laughs> okay. Let us pray and invite the Lord, thank you for this time hear Your word from the Lord. Thank you for that encouragement finding. I believe uh, it's the best. Word that here the name. But our strength is not from the source of strength, not from other people, but from the internal. But our source. Of Lord, so we saw this carnage when we face things in time Help us to remember the Word of um, God. Lord, you are giving us, we um, you know, and you, you are worthy of God. You make us worthy of God. That's we